For most of us, we have to work a job in order to survive. And for many of that most, we don't really want to. There are plenty of people out there who are planning to or already have decided to leave behind the old-fashioned world of work and start their own businesses or find a side hustle until they can start their own business. People's attitudes towards work have changed. And as a result, the workplace has transformed, especially for those of us who are now maturing like myself. We don't view work in the same light as we used to, but not every one of us can pick up and leave our job behind. And that's what we're talking about today, the transforming workplace. Welcoming Miss Romney to the podcast. So we're going to give her a round of applause. Thank Ms. you. Miss Romney is a human resources professional and she's got lots of years of experience. And we wanted to talk to her about the current workplace and what it's like for, you know, people of a certain age. And we're all about adulting. So we want to learn about what it's like now as we get older and as we mature and grow. How does the workplace change for us? So, Rami, just tell us a little bit about your experience, your background. Okay. So, um, I have been working in human resources for about 12 years now. Um, I decided that uh, after college, I was going to pursue another degree after my undergrad degree. And I didn't know what that was. Um, So I ended up taking the LSAT. And then I was like, hey, so how are you going to plan to pay your mortgage and go to law school at the same time? Lawyer. (laughs) So I um, took a step back and I was like, okay, well, what can I do that's not as um, time consuming, but also not as financial of a burden? And I found a program, um, Masters of Public Policy Administration, which focused in human resources and nonprofit organization management, which was pretty much probably what I would do anyway if I went to law school and never say never. Who knows? You know, if someone paid for it, I can't say I wouldn't go. Um, So I can't say I wouldn't go either. I'm just saying. Yeah, I understand. Um. So yeah, so I did that, and then um, I took my PHR, which is Professional and Human Resources, um, got that certification, which um, it's just another way to get, kind of show you're serious in the area of human resources, and it's been a wrap ever since. the current trends in the workplace with the influx of millennials how is that changing the workforce um so it's interesting um i think that there are a lot of different kinds of workplaces now because millennials are starting businesses they have startups Um, and they have such strong influence in the workplace. Um, So when they are in the majority, a lot of things will change very quickly. So um, a lot of things are looking different because they have 
um, really made some changes or forced some change. Um, mm-hmm. I would say that um, social media is huge now. Um, the workplace was not a place that was involved in social media. And now social media is almost um, a key component of how businesses run. So, Are they checking your social media when you apply for a job? Absolutely. Are they Googling us? <laughs> Absolutely. Wow. No, what's, what's funny is this literally just happened to me today. Um, and someone will probably lose their job because of a Google search we did. What? Yeah. What did you find? You're not gonna uh, tell me details, but a sorted a sorted tale of crime. Um, that was person, on Google. This person was an offender in another state, and so <gasps> our background check that we do is for the state of Missouri, where I live. And so um, this person was like six states away. Oh, and, oh god! Yeah, and so the Google machine popped it right up. So did you just something like that happened to what my job years ago? Did you just like decide to Google them today, just arbitrarily? Was there something that caused you to, you know, let's Google so and so? Like, what made that come about? So I will normally, if I'm recruiting, Google someone, especially if they, um, all I have to get is like a little tinge that hmm, I need to know if what you're saying and what you're portraying to me is true. I might do it, but this, we got a tip from someone that didn't even work where we worked, that <laughs> that basically kind of dropped a dime, and when we... A uh, baby we, mama? No, oh, like a okay. person was just concerned. They were like, so this really, these are the type of people you hire? <laughs> we were like, uh, what? We clutched was it girls. anonymous, or was it someone, was it like, hey, I did, did you know who this was, or like, was it a, you know, anonymous tip? Um, so no, so the, a person came to a person in leadership, um, meaning like literally uh, a person who's like two steps below the president, right? Mm -hmm. And, um, that person brought it to us in HR and when we looked it up, we were flabbergasted. Mm. You guys better watch what you're doing out there because obviously people are very petty coming for your job so you better be careful who you talking about and what you're doing at the job because I don't know I, I like the story but I kind of feel like somebody might have been a little you know I oh, wouldn't people are petty people yeah, are petty uh, I wouldn't tell call, oh. um, um, mad siblings I mean like you'd be surprised oh, but we God. can't do anything about it <laughs> okay. okay well now that let me ask you this because um I left my career, as you know, a couple years ago. And when I was working that career, I was very careful about what I put online. Um, I even had a fake page because I didn't want people to Google me and see the real me because the real me is not appropriate at all times. So I had made this, you know, a LinkedIn page and I made a Facebook page and I had all of these pages that I had set up just kind of to kind of deter people when they would search for me to see oh he's squeaking clean and then I would have an alter ego um, page where I could actually be myself and share and post and do the things that I want so what what do you suggest for people like what are the limits 
of social media, of the things you can post without, you know, becoming unemployable or looking bad when these people do search you and they do find you? Well, this is the thing, honestly. Um, even for me, um, at one job in particular, our um, our in-house counsel told me that I I should, um, even though they saw nothing wrong with my Facebook page, they said you need to make it private, mm-hmm. and that no one from your job needs to really be your friend unless you like like there are a few people that I was friends with already or that I'm actually friends with like I know their character not like oh we worked together for this last year and I just like them but like people I really really know um so I did and now my um my picture my avatar is actually not my picture of my face mm-hmm. um I do have a unique name but at the same time it's still kind of hard to figure out okay well I don't know what this page is doing because it's not my face it's not a picture of of people would just say oh I'm I'm positive that's her um you have the black lives matter profile right I do and so people don't click on it is that (laughs) is that something that you're concerned about like political views or your social views do you ever worry about um what their your political views or anything like that how they could be viewed by an employer like if someone was uh very conservative and they saw your black lives matter post do you ever get nervous that that might you know they could use that not against you um technically they couldn't and they shouldn't but you know, personally, people would be like, oh, I'm wearing hiring her. She's a You're black, right. black lives matter. And, you know, yep. we're all lives matter. Do you ever, um, is that an issue with social media? It definitely is an issue. Um, you voicing your opinions. Um, I've definitely had that happen. Um, one job that I was in, that was something that we had a social media policy. And so if a person screenshot what you said and you, like this one lady uh, during the whole Black Lives Matter movement at the very beginning, she post made a post and then started saying, look at this monkey, this which was a black oh, man. No. Like it just got out of control. And then she started arguing with people. So guess what somebody did? They screenshot the whole conversation. I would be concerned about it if I were a different person. I'm not concerned about it because I don't want to be anywhere that's so conservative that they don't. Um, value how I feel about that so I can't I can no longer be in spaces where I can't be my complete self because I am tired I just can't but I do I do give advice for people who do want to be flexed in and out of certain spaces yeah you do need to be careful you need to like you said um now having a lot of profiles is a lot of work to me so I probably wouldn't have lots of profiles I probably have it extremely private or I wouldn't have it at all. Mm-hmm. And um, I actually had like a, I guess a, um, what's the word? A decoy. It was a decoy. It was right. this <laughs> glowing profile. I would even, I even only shared work related stuff on the page. So I was like, okay, well, someone looks me up. They're going to find me and they're going to stop looking because they found me and oh, look at him. He's, you know, friends with the state representative and he's only posting about these positive wonderful things and then on my actual so I wouldn't log in and manage the page it was just this page and I never used it and then in my real page which I was really on 
you know, I'm sharing uh, memes and all kinds of nonsense. You follow me, so you know the type of stuff. And I say and do whatever I want. I'm going live and I'm drinking. I know, I'm living the in, yeah, so that's kind of where I went. But what you just said is, is really important too, because you said you're not going to be anywhere where you don't feel like you belong, basically. And I see that a lot. Well, I don't know if I'm choosing to see that a lot, but I see that a lot in today today's world, where people are stepping out and trying to do their own thing or be where they want to be, as opposed to, you know this notion that you work a job and you work hard and you retire and then you live your life. I see a lot of people are not into that anymore. Like myself, I'm trying every day to build my own my own so that I can live my life the way I want to live because I got tired of censoring myself. And I got right. tired of having a fake profile. I just want to be myself. Do you see that as much as I do with um job numbers or human resources do you see a lot of people leaving and going to do them and do their own thing and chase a dream and follow a goal do you see that is that real so it's a real thing i don't know if if my areas people are doing that per se but I, there are a couple ways that people that i see it um so i see people doing the side hustle thing mm -hmm. i see people um who do kind of branch out it takes a really courageous person to jump out so of course kudos to you because you are living the dream um or nightmare i don't know <laughs> <laughs> um and then i also use i always use this as an example trader joe's every time i go to trader joe's the people are so helpful and they are so happy and it's just a great place to go visit and i always talk to them about how they feel about working there and everyone says the same thing. They love working there. They're like, you know, we're not gonna get rich, but we are rich because of the people they work with. And they're like, we work with all types of people. People have degrees, people don't have degrees. People have special interests in, you know, like this person fishes, this person paints, this person is a yoga trapeze artist. Like it's, it's, they want everyone to be themselves. Um, and they feel that there's value in having that. So I feel like that there's a trend for that as well, that like, yes, you can go somewhere and be accepted as you are. Um, you can create that space for yourself or you can kind of do like a, a mixture of things where you're kind of mainstream, but you have your own little thing on the side. I, I kind of see a combination of all those things. I think it just depends on the, um, industry that you're mm. in okay I, I might need to go see about a job at trader joe's man you are so funny well, um, clearly um what's his name elvin yeah oh. he was at trader joe's he was bagging and maybe that could be me maybe someone will notice me there and say hey didn't you <laughs> have a podcast and now you're <laughs> now you're at trader joe's but that is a good idea that is a good company um what is it a, a environment but not all companies are like that so that leads me to my next question what is the best way to quit how do you quit your job how do you do that um the best way to quit for a dream or quit because you just can't be there any longer um what well, 
believe that if you feel like you can't be there any longer, it's because you feel like you want to do something else. I, I believe that. I believe that we we only feel that way when we are suppressing something and eventually we suppress it so long that it kind of takes over and pushes us out. So I kind of, you know, think maybe they're one and the same. I'm not saying for everybody, but, you know, I think when you feel like you can't do something anymore, it's because there's something else that you really want to do. But either way, what's the best way? Like, what's the best way to quit? Um, so best way to quit is, um, so what's funny is I was going to try to be serious and then Dave Chappelle popped into my head. Um, (laughs) (laughs) And I just saw him kicking the trash can down the hallway and mooning people. So yeah, none of that is okay. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't want to burn a bridge, and and this and burning a bridge doesn't mean going back to that place. It just means that people are connected, and so you don't want to go out and down in flames as you're going out. You know, burn your bridge, burn the rope, all that, and you have nothing um, because you don't know. You could you could go out gracefully and then talk to that person later, your boss or your co-workers and say hey i need a reference um you still want to be able to to do that um also giving people time to help find a replacement or you tie up some loose ends that always helps um also for yourself is to get things in order in your own home so you know you might need to cut some things back at home you might hopefully you have a savings that will help you bridge that gap because every time you quit, that doesn't mean you're going to get an unemployment. Usually when you quit, you don't get unemployment. Now there are some other cases where you might get a severance or you might get unemployment, but on average you need some funds so you can survive and that it's not going down to the tanker. So I think those things are important. I mean, if I could find the book on how not to burn the bridge, I would need to read that. <laughs> That'd be a must read for me because I feel like no matter what I do, I burn bridges. And I don't know. Sometimes I I set them things on fire. I put gasoline on them. I lit the match. You know, I dropped a bomb on the bridge and I I was blowing it up and I knew it. And the people kept saying, don't burn the bridge. Don't burn but the bridge. Some, no, sometimes it's necessary. Like literally, I think one thing we don't talk about a lot we're kind of getting there is is people's mental and emotional well-being and so sometimes you got to cut the string you have to sever the ties and sometimes it has to go down it has to be by plane sometimes so that's you know but you have to be willing to to suffer the the consequence from that knowing that you've done that like sometimes it's okay my last job i i felt like I did everything not to burn the bridge. I extended an olive branch. I was calm and, you know, and I still found out of just shadiness going on behind the scenes. So I think sometimes it depends on who you're dealing with where you just burn that bridge. I'm not recommending you burn the bridge or, you know, I'm not saying don't burn the bridge, but some of them bridges you do got to destroy because it's like if you go about everything the nice way and try to prevent burning the bridge and the person on the other side is 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 shooting off at you with an AK-4, you better burn the bridge because they're going to come back across it. 
So you need to burn it for you, for your own protection. Because it's like you could do all the nicest things and try to do everything the right way. But if you're dealing with a, a person who's just not of the best character, then go ahead and burn the bridge and wonder why you ever, you know, why you ever had that bridge anyway. Burn the bridge, drain the river. You know what I'm saying? Salt the earth where the <laughs> the river can grow from it. But I do understand what you're saying and I do, you know, I think that's great advice. But sometimes, I don't know, with me, I think I just didn't have I didn't have some folks, man, where I was like, oh, you know, I let me tear this bridge down, you know, and suck the water out the river because you ain't no good. So that brings me to my next question for you. Mm-hmm. Friends in the workplace, are you? Um, we met at work, but we didn't directly work together. But a lot of people use the workplace as kind of a social place. They, you know, they may make friends there. They may have an affair there. What do you think about friends in the workplace? Should you? Just mind your business. Is that off-putting? Should you balance it? How do you do that? What do you do with friendship in the workplace? So uh, it is hard, um, and I think that it really is the same rules that it is for life. Like, well, not even rules. Just I think you should just follow your 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 true intuition. Now, not the I'm in need of attention and because I'm at work for these couple hours and I don't have the attention of my regular friends, I need to make some at work, not that kind. I mean, like genuine connections that you make with people. So um, like you said, like, I think it took us a while to actually become friends. Like we, I was mm-hmm. like, oh, I like him, you know, but we didn't cross that line immediately. We didn't just, but we liked each other when we met each other. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that it just grew. Uh, we started spending more time together. We started to get to know each other. Um, and I think that when I think about people, you know, the friends I have over the, the last couple jobs that I've had over the last 10 years, there are some people I'm literally, I still go out and we have friends together. But it's because we made a real connection. We had one, uh, a connection based on similar interests we had a connection based on um confidentiality like that i knew i could talk to them and that my business wouldn't be out in the street you Mm -hmm. know um and you can find that out without testing your own business (laughs) so i think that definitely um putting too much of your personal business into the workplace can be problematic um I don't condone dating, but I also don't don't say that people shouldn't date in the workplace. I know, like, and literally, it's so funny that this, I just found this out about um, some a couple in my workplace. And, uh, and what we know, like, based on the two people, uh, by Christmas, it's about to go down. Like, it's going down. It's about to be, it's about to be time for popcorn and drinks Uh and this falls apart because it's just a bad idea um Mm. they're two high profile people um and the guy put it on facebook Mm. that they're together um no we just talked about that we just don't do that it was it was bad but um i would say use use judgment use discretion and um moderation with what you share 
Um, I shouldn't know the secretary's business, especially if she's not even a secretary in my department, right? Mm. Like, how do I know about her breaking up with her boyfriend over the weekend, her getting into a drunken fight with her neighbor? Like, I, sh- I shouldn't know that. So, pick your friends wisely. I think that you cannot be a complete island because it does seem weird and people will feel some kind of way about that. But you being too friendly, people are going to feel some kind of way about that as well. So I think you kind of have to balance both of them. Now, see, I'm kind of um, thinking about friendship. If you become friends with somebody, you kind of... It could when you mix it, it could it could go okay. Like you know, we we were cool, but then I've had some horror stories where it was like, oh, we were cool, but then we got too cool, and I was like, knowing too much, you know, about the people I work with, and it was like, okay, if we was just friends, it'd be all right. But we friends and we work together, and I know you ain't no good, or I know what type of stuff you do, so I'm looking at you kind of sideways now. So, I guess you do have to really not share as much. Um, I guess that's with anything, not just at work. I guess you just have to be very careful and mindful of how how much you divulge, because especially if you're in the workplace, because people are looking at you, you know? So, one more question for you. This is kind of just an open-ended question. What are the human resources secrets that we all <laughs> want to know. And then I want to also ask once you're done talking about the secrets, what I, what is it like interviewing someone for a human resources position? Because they already know the ins and outs of human resources. So how do you guys determine you know do you get what I'm saying? How does I do, human, I do. How does do. human resources hire someone for human resources? But first, and I guess it's piggybacking off the question of what are the secrets? We all want to know the secrets. So this is the thing. Um, okay, so I'm going to disclose this about myself. I am not a typical human resources person. And I say this because, and I, and I follow maybe two or three people on LinkedIn that think just like I do, but the vast majority of human resources people are stingy with information. They are, um, they are closed minded and they do these best practices. And I say that with quote fingers, mm-hmm. these best practices that don't serve people well, um, because they get into this whole, like, I think it's absolutely ridiculous that people don't hire people who are unemployed. That is the stupidest thing I have ever. Is ever that heard. real? It's a real thing. It is so real. What? People people will not call you if you are unemployed. You get hired tomorrow. They will call you tomorrow. Are you? And they're doing um, that on, on it's purpose? On, it's on purpose because I think that the psychology behind it, which is flawed, but the psychology behind it is that some now somebody wants you. Okay, so I don't even date that way. Like, I don't like the man because now other women like him. No, I don't even want them to like him. I don't want the one everybody likes. Like, no. So the first secret is unless we're finding you have a job. Nine times out of ten, you need to have some sort of job 
have before, a job when you're looking for a job. Does it matter what kind of job it is, or kind of like car insurance? <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's perfect. Yes. <laughs> Do not yes. laugh. Yes, that is so perfect of an analogy. Yes. Um, have a job when you're looking for a job. Use their own. So actually, don't use the same resume and the same cover letter. You need to tailor everything. Like we say, tailor the cover letter, but you really need to tailor your resume too. Um, if you're at career level, like I don't mean for Target, I don't mean for you know entry level stuff, but fight like for positions where you're like really competing, where you're going to get paid a really decent salary, you need to let them know that you know that you really paid attention. Girl, now, you know they ain't hired me at Target, right? I went to work for Target for because <laughs> you were overqualified. It's hard to get. It's hard to get a little job. What is that? Overqualified. Can we talk about that nonsense? How are you over anything? That means I'm good enough, right? I get it in some places. I don't get it for a part-time job at Target because why wouldn't you want anybody who wants a part-time job, right? It was a seasonal job at that. Yeah, that doesn't make sense. That doesn't make sense. Yes. I got a job at Macy's last holiday season and the my manager actually not even just my managers all the managers always were so happy to see me they complimented me all the time and i said so you all like it because they were like i like you because you're a professional you always dress nice when you come here you always you, the way you act like everything but you keep hiring kids now i'm not saying don't but you keep hiring the type of person that gets on type of person who doesn't give excellent customer service so why I think I know why. Well, I so I know why when it comes to certain jobs. And certain jobs is because they don't want you to quit because you got a better job. They also don't want to pay you the amount of money that they would have to pay you if you're overqualified. Um, there's a couple reasons why. Like, I have a cynical theory. A cynical. Okay, so this is my cynical theory. And I okay. don't know if I should be sharing this, but I'm going to because... <laughs> um, I have a theory. It's just a theory. Um, you know, you just like you said, you come to work at Macy's and you're always dressed nice and you have a good career. You're educated and you are pretty much um, in a better position than the people that you're working for for that. And you're just working part time. So I feel like. Um, this is my cynical outlook on, you know, my cynical sociological or psychological theory. It's, I don't want to hire somebody who I have to, I can't talk down to them because they're not down there. They're either, they're in here, yeah, you're just a part-time sales associate, but you as a person, it's an educated career woman, a professional, and this is who is folding clothes for the Christmas season just so she can buy her Christmas gifts. Whereas when you get these quote-unquote kids, oh, I can talk down to them, you're beneath me, I'm going to school you, train you, and I feel like people get in a certain position um, and I think that they kind of kind of gravitate towards that type of thinking, like, this is my thing, I'm the manager here, this is what I've done, with my you know this is my career this is my playing field and this is how i want to play and that's just my cynical outlook on it i don't have any scientific evidence for it um but you know that's just what i think about kind of those type of situations where they say someone's overqualified well why would you want someone overqualified well if you're overqualified 
that means you probably could have my job or, you know, if you wanted my job. And so I can't just, you know, push you around like you can do some kid, but we'll go along with what there's some value in what you said and definitely um that there are some managers who think like that like i um am in a really cool situation right now my manager is like a really good one and so actually he he would hate that i said manager at all because he always says leader he uses the language leader and it's because he literally will encourage me to do his job and the reason why is because he has nothing to lose he, I, he, I'm not taking anything away from him I'm not diminishing him in any way by being a great great being great at my job and then learning his job that's what he wants he um, that's fire I would do it's, that it's so great it's but I would so do that great. if I was a leader or a manager like yeah you could do my job. That just make my job easier. Like I'd be all. That's how you should think. I'd be all but, for it. Yep. But people like to manage. People like to be uh, have subordinates. Um, I, I worked with a guy who kept saying, he kept calling the lady, "You are my subordinate, sir. You can't keep saying that to people. You can't can't say that. Um, when you're just talking in regular conversation, stop." Mm-hmm. you know but it was important to him to say that and she can't talk to me like that because I'm her superior okay stop mm-hmm. I've been there I've been called a subordinate before yeah, I've and I've been told I was insubordinate <laughs> uh, <laughs> well you you know me you you know my history but I was I, I was you know sometimes people will play those types of games with you when you call them out when they're doing wrong because yeah you might be my subordinate on this piece of paper but what you're doing is ethically wrong or morally wrong so in that regard you are the subordinate because what you're doing is not right so let's not play that subordinate insubordinate stuff when you're not you know you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing as the you know leader or (laughs) right so and you are somebody's subordinate too. That's what people always forget. I am your subordinate, but you are someone's subordinate that we're both under. Yeah. And and they eat that up just like you eat that up. Oh, I'm your subordinate. Well, guess what? You are her subordinate. So be careful with that. What other secrets you got? Um, what other secrets? So have a job looking for a job tailor resume tailor your resumes um and your and your cover letters but the biggest one is probably networking which is the thing that like so it's funny i'm very social but i kind of don't really like networking but the point of networking so i think we need to reframe what it looks like to network like it doesn't mean going to happy hour passing out your business card but like truly networking and knowing people in places that can help you really that's all this is so can look at even making a list of people you know making a list of what they do and who they know so like your friend might be like let's say that you're interested in getting into human resources and your friend you have two friends in marketing one person is an attorney they both all three of them have have folks that are in hr do they know someone who's in hr and they're close to so where maybe they can have a party at their house and invite that person. 
then you can talk to this person and get to know them with like no pressure. You know what I mean? Like, I think we just need to reframe what networking looks like, but networking is the way. So I don't mean cold, cold messaging somebody on LinkedIn saying, I saw that you work at um, Anheuser-Busch. Can you introduce me to your manager? No, don't do that. Um, but really connecting with people and just thinking outside of the box about how to do it. Um, you know you can walk into an interview and immediately be turned down like from the way that you look what you dress certain oh colors, yeah certain colors certain col- too too strong of cologne you know a lot of things they said you can get it turned away immediately for a job is that true so there this is the thing about that this is the reason why people get turned away um so quickly I, and i'm gonna tell you about how my boss interviewed me which was how i knew i wanted to work so um, people are afraid to address things. And my thing is this, is that people can only get better and some people are going around because they don't know. Um, so for me, I don't care about what color you wear. I do care about what type of clothes you wear. Um, I do care if you look like you didn't care that you came. So um, if you're completely wrinkled, like I get it, just an iron everything but if you look like you got it out of your laundry basket the dirty one then i i'm going to be upset about that if you um if you have on too much cologne i'll be mad but that doesn't deter my my uh decision that just is something i'll have to have a conversation with you about later but for a lot of people any negative thing is going to turn them off if your phone goes off during the interview they might be upset if you um I don't know um, the way that you respond to questions. Um, and I don't mean like with your words, but just even how you, if you're fidgety, there are a lot of those things that you read about um, in the, in the articles on the internet. Um, and that, and they are real for a lot of people. Some people have no tolerance for an, a job applicant, but this is the funny thing. They also will have an opening for forever because they're so picky. So um, my boss, when he interviewed me, he um looked at my resume and he said you know this is great you have you have a lot of skills that i would definitely love um he's like but you know basically i feel like you either need to have a position he, he basically said you can continue on this trajectory but your trajectory is flat <laughs> i was like uh what <laughs> he was like i mean like yeah it looks like you're just kind of the same position he's like it's, it's like the titles are different so it makes it seem like it's a different position he's like but you've really been doing the same thing for the past five years he's like so i think that your next job he's like you're at the point where you need to be making the move where in the next two years you prepare yourself to be a director and so i was like flabbergasted is in there looking like am i being pumped <laughs> but at the same time it was refreshing and everybody can't handle that kind of feedback right. like most people would hate it that to me he was so honest and so transparent that that made me want to be there and so um I was attracted to that. Now, most human resources people don't tell you. If a girl comes in and her dress is too short, her her cleavage is 
is too deep. Um, if guys have, you know, locks sometimes, dreadlocks, they won't get hired. I mean, some people are really hardcore, and they're hardcore when they're when their company's dress code might not even be that strict, which is the crazy part. Right. So yeah, I would say dress over what you what the job is you expect to get. So even if you're in IT, I would say still wear a tie, even though IT people mostly don't wear ties. Wear a tie, you might not need a jacket, but wear a tie and a button-up shirt. Um, if you're going in for a director level, then yeah, you need to have a great suit on, not Goodwill Special. And doesn't mean $300 suit, $500 suit, it just means a nice one, a well, a well-sewn suit. Well, a nice one's gonna be about six or seven hundred dollars. So. Well, I know, no, no. I mean, one that looks like you just care about how you look. So, um, so you know, everybody doesn't have that kind of money. So I wouldn't tell them to do that unless they are coming from that kind of background where you can. I would say buy one that looks nice on you, that fits, that doesn't look like you borrowed it from somebody who is bigger or smaller than you. Um, because that people do look like well, that's weird. Um, oh, I had this happen at an interview. The lady was waiting for the interview. She went to the bathroom. As she was going to the bathroom, I was kind of looking like, because she, the way she was walking, it was like weird. And I couldn't figure out what was going on, but her shoes were dragging. But I, so I didn't really know what I was looking at, but it made me tilt my head to the side. Like, okay, that's weird. When she came out the bathroom, she had her shoes in her hand. Mm-mm-mm. Get so out. You can just imagine. I did say to myself, "That's ghetto." That is ghetto. Absolutely not. No, ma'am. No. Yeah. That is too ghetto. Mm-mm. Yeah, I know. They say like men aren't supposed to wear like red ties or certain color ties, and you know, just just crazy things. And I was just but that, but it's true. Like so, some like if openly you're, you're, people and stuff is like you yeah, financial advisors. Sometimes they are really serious about that. Like there are some jobs where if you look at everybody, they look the same. So like, there are some law firms like that, there are some uh, accounting firms like that, where you see everybody in blue, gray, or, or black, yeah. that's it. That's now, why I that's, can't do I'm that. I'm not about that life. That's why I'm doing this, cause I can't. Not, yeah, I'm not about that life. Um, my last place of employment, um, I got tricked because I didn't know that there was a uniform policy and it killed me inside every day, every day. I just died a little bit. And then I started wearing the same three things every day, mm-hmm. which, yeah, it was just went downhill so fast. Um, and what I looked like on the weekend was so dramatic that, like, if people saw me, they would be like, wow. Because when you, if you're the type of person who cares about, like, how you look or you want to be expressive with your clothes and, and your accessories, that is it it can be a drag and it can really bring you down so so yeah so all to say yes there are some rules i think you have to look at each industry that you're going into and then pay attention to the people you know in those jobs already and what they look like and you need to look like them or dress better when you go for the interview yeah because i know in arizona mentioned my interview and everybody's like whoa what is this guy i'm like I thought that's what you wear at a when you're going for an interview for a job. You're supposed to dress, you know, the part. People here come in cargo shorts and t-shirts and 
finish you to an interview. I've never heard that before in my life. I've never seen it before in my life. And see, that's regional. <laughs> that's a regional thing. Because I mean, it's hot here. Yeah, because because the heat there is on a whole nother level. Yeah, like, so. find some nice shorts or a nice button <laughs> or some nice shoes. You, you come in a New Balance and Nike shirt. You can't oh, do that. So well, I think yeah. the, they have a different culture, work culture here. I think because it has been growing so fast here, um, you've gotten a lot of turnover or turnaround. And I think that they're just now people here seem to really move around in jobs a lot. And they just leave a job, find a new job, they fill that space. So when you have high turnaround, then I guess you know, you just start you just we just need a warm body in here. Yeah. Or is it that all of you all have a pool? Is that really it? Um, not all of us have a pool. Yeah. <laughs> the vast majority of people do have pools. <laughs> not all, but a lot of people have a pool. But see, I've seen them do stuff here where they were actually interview you, interview you for the job, give you the job, and then give you an application. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is the thing that people need to know. If they want you, they want you, and it doesn't matter. You don't have to follow almost any rules at the beginning. Now, they'll catch up, and, and then you can do right. Oh. But, yeah, if people want you, uh, come just come in, and we'll we'll handle the logistics later. Yeah, that's yeah. It, me. The lady was like, oh, just come in. She interviewed me. She was like, oh, I'll, I'll email you the app, and then you can just, you know, send it back to me. Take a picture with your phone and just email it to me. I'm like, okay. Like, now that was probably against policy but people do it all the time yeah yeah she did it was really smooth I was like <laughs> <laughs> well I think we've covered a lot and you have given us a lot of helpful information about this topic so on behalf of everyone listening I just want to thank you for your time and your expertise and your positive attitude and your secrets that you're sharing with us because a lot of us want to do our own thing but we we can't we have to work and everyone has to work and so knowing how to navigate the workplace is always helpful so i'm going to thank you on behalf of myself and all the listeners out there and we're going to see you next time we're hoping that you're going to come back and talk with us well thank you for having me Thank you for tuning in. I hope that wherever you are in the world, wherever you are in your life, that today's show gives you some value and possibly something that you've been looking for.